0: Hello! Welcome to the Little Flowers Podcast. I'm Dominika Schledge, and on this show, I enter into conversation with a few wonderful people I know and have had the privilege of meeting, to talk about all things as they regard the teachings of the good, beautiful, and true Catholic Church and the culture we live in. On this episode, I sit down with my husband, Kamil Schledge, to talk about the first month or so of our marriage, what we've learned, the mercy that we've learned, our marriage preparation, what we loved, what we didn't love, and all the funny things that we've encountered along the way. Thanks for listening. All right. Hi. Hi. Are you nervous? What's making you nervous?
1: I'm nervous because... Because why? I did not come prepared. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're at home. I know. <laughs> okay. How's it going? Good. So what have you been up to, Bobby?
1: We've been cleaning the house here to prepare <laughs> for a party, graduation party slash birthday party.
0: Yeah. My birthday party? Whose birthday
1: party? Your graduation <laughs> party. Your mom's birthday party.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: We are hosting in this large, very spacious apartment.
0: Yes. How many square foot?
1: (laughs) Definitely more than one.
0: (laughs) Okay, so we got married almost a month ago now. Yes. What is your funniest post-marriage story? Marriage story. Tell the world.
1: Oh, man. So many things come to mind. Um. I can say one, but it's inappropriate to say. What is it? No.
0: <laughs> Wait, is it the one by the mirror?
1: Yes. So oh. I, can't, I can't say that one.
0: Okay. Shucks.
1: That was probably the funniest <laughs> moment ever. Um, that
0: was great. That was beautiful.
1: It was. Um,
0: <laughs> I wonder like, if you just have that little bit of context of what we just said, what- what would come to mind anyways Uh, but what's your second funniest story then
1: um my second funniest story i'm trying to think back to hawaii um lots of funny things happened in hawaii (laughs) on our honeymoon um (laughs) one of the funny things was shoot um I think it was in the car. Oh, we, it was late at night. We were coming home, back to the Airbnb from the catamaran cruise thing, and randomly we were talking about poop, and (laughs) we just, I I just uh, started saying poop in Polish, which is, Koopa, <laughs> and it just sounded so like funny. Like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, telling you, like, that is such a funny word, Koopa. <laughs> and we just laughed for like half an hour in the car, yeah. just constantly saying Koopa.
0: <laughs> that was hilarious.
1: Yeah, that was good.
0: Isn't it crazy that we've already been married a month? Like that we oh. have been in marriage for a month.
1: Yes, um, it is pretty crazy. It doesn't feel like a month, um, but no. I guess that's just how it's going to be for the rest of our lives. Like, oh, we've been married twenty years. Doesn't feel like it. Yeah, I've just been living silly. living my life alongside somebody. Yeah.
0: Totally. Well, we had a beautiful wedding day. I mean, it I was think it's pretty objective or subjective, yeah. not objective. Subjective. I
1: think. I think subjectively I think it was objectively beautiful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the mass. Yeah, it was that good. was my favorite.
1: Part. Yeah, mine too. By far.
0: Yeah, because it's like during the mass it's just Don't read this. What are you no. looking at? <laughs> Why
1: are you? <laughs> I'm looking at the microphone. I'm sorry.
0: Are you nervous Well, you can read yeah, this?
1: them. No, I'm not nervous.
0: It I just like Camus scribble down. Get nervous, yeah, me. no you don't ever. No. No. <laughs> yeah i think it's because during the mass it's the only part really not the only part but the the most important part that it's just like the two of us and we have the whole time to just be there participate in the mass which is probably the most beautiful thing
1: yeah i know we talked about this already but we did feel like throughout the whole entire mass we felt so light. Yeah. And we like attribute that to just being so close to God in that yeah. moment. Honestly, it was surreal. Like every time I looked at you and you looked at me, we were smiling. Like, yeah. It's just that indescribable or yeah, it's an indescribable, yeah. like, happiness. Um, Like, we were happy because we both knew that we were so close to God and we were bringing each other close to God in that moment. I think it yeah. made me happy how happy you looked. Yeah.
0: Totally. I think, yeah, you were definitely radiating just joy, pure joy and yeah. love. I think right after or right before – no – So, right after the um, hymn to the Holy Spirit was sung, I just remember, like, right before we said our vows, I have never, like, I've been to Mass, I've been a cradle Catholic, been to Mass all my life. I've never participated in a Mass where I felt so close to heaven. Like, it was just the most craziest feeling. You just, I think it, like, it, it really felt as if we were participating in something that's way outside of us yeah and i didn't know what that would feel like because you know everyone says you get a lot of other people's advice like it's gonna be you're not even gonna know where you are and it's gonna be a very out-of-body experience which it was but yeah i wasn't expecting it to feel that. i wonder
1: if you can attribute that to the fact that it's like a one of the um holy sacraments or yeah because all the people that were there were Praying for us, and that was like a very totally. unique sit um, situation where mm-hmm. all those people were praying for you, all those priests were praying for you, heck, all the angels and saints, you know, yeah, were 100%. praying for you. Maybe it's all together, both the fact that all these people were praying for us, and the fact that it's a holy sacrament, and the fact that we prepared for this for so long, and the fact that we sacrificed so much to be there that day. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 100%, I think definitely a lot of the work that we put into not necessarily our wedding, but our marriage, that 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 mass. It just it felt so beautiful and good and true when we were able to say our vows knowing that, you know, the day before we had I personally, I think we both did because we talked about this, like the most beautiful confession, amazing confession. That you know, ever had in our whole lives. And then we we just, you know, happened to spend an hour or so in adoration. And I think that was just yeah, you know, and then all the things before that, like fasting, prayers, all the hardships, (laughs) a lot of hardships.
1: Yeah, shoot. We've been fasting every week since like since like end of 2016. Yeah, that's Every crazy. Every week we've been fasting from something.
0: So, okay, so this is what I wanted to ask because I feel like this is you know, I was like thinking a lot about because I think there's a big part if you want to pursue a like and everyone does from my from like what I, I assume that everyone wants to pursue a holy marriage. Like you want to be or even a holy friendship or like you want to be in relationship to another person in a holy way. But sometimes it's hard because you get advice like, you know, pray the rosary every day or like do a holy hour together or whatever, but that's not always ideal. So I think it was you who brought up this idea. You brought up the idea of fasting. And then I was like, oh, like, let's just add a prayer to it. So we started with one whole week of no coffee, and then every day we would yeah. say the litany of Loretto.
1: I remember when I uh, texted you that Yeah. I was working at a nursing home at the time uh, as a n- nurse's aide, and I just got out of a room, um, and there's just... Just to show how desensitized I am to like poop. So I just got out of a room changing uh, an older resident's diaper. And, and I see, oh, I got I got a text message on my phone. And I looked and it was Dominika. And then I uh, used that opportunity to share with her an idea I had from, from earlier in the day i wanted to share with you like how like fasting from like sweets and coffee uh i how i've been doing that for the last few weeks and it's been helping me be more fluent and then i was like we should fast from coffee this next week and see how it Affects us like health wise, and then yeah, you're like, let's put a spiritual twist on it,
0: yeah. yeah. And then I was like, yeah, let's play the, pray the Litany of Loretto, yeah. and it worked out pretty crazy because I feel like um, the Litany of Loretto and our Blessed Mother just followed us around yeah. everywhere. Yeah. we got married in May,
1: yeah. We've we failed in a lot of those fasts, but 100% we never gave up, yeah. It's like, oh, shoot, we we had coffee or we.
0: I think the hardest Ooh, was.
1: They only ate a
0: small cheval. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the hardest for me was um, for a while. Now it's not so bad because I feel like now, I don't know, no, now it is bad because we haven't fasted from social media in a while, but for sure at the beginning, social media was hard. Like fasting only from social media, all social media, because it's like we get so used to it, I feel like, that. Um, even like you just, it's like muscle memory almost. Like, all right, you go on your phone, you open up this app, you open yeah. up that app. And it's like, and then I I remember all the times I'd be like, shoot, I shouldn't have opened it up. Like, yeah. you know, like, dang it. I didn't even do it on purpose. And then it kept us accountable too. Yeah. yeah. But
1: I don't think we ever, I ever confess <laughs> this, but if I'm the only one out of us two that has done this, then- shame on me but there Mm. were times where I consciously oh yeah me too yeah I'm just gonna go on Facebook like yeah I'm gonna have this (laughs) starburst here at work (laughs) I'm sorry
0: (laughs) yeah I think there's been some it's okay and so this is the good part about fasting especially with like an accountability partner who you're like 100% accountable like you know it's like a good system where you're not like overly uh what do you call it like you're just not in your face, like, oh you, you messed up, like, you know, frick, like our fast is over, whatever. It the benefit I feel like the biggest for me was that it taught me a lot about overcoming shame. Like, you know, instead of being like, frick, like I don't wanna, um I don't what are you doing? I can it's perfectly clear. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you you have to come closer.
1: Shoot. That's so it's me, huh? Yeah, it's you. Dang
0: it. <laughs> so um yeah, shame. Because I feel often time and even, you know, I feel like we see this a lot in the church or like sometimes the way these teachings come off is like, you know, feeling that shame if you do, don't do do something or if you mess something yeah. up. So I feel like that was really beneficial with an accountability yeah. partner because Dude. you accept that you will fail because yeah. you will fail. You know, at one point you will fail and then you have to say like, I fessed up, I I did, I, I failed or fast.
1: Dude, not once was I ever, like, upset when you confessed that you failed in the fast. Like, not once was I, like, bro, we were so close. Like, bro, come on. It's not (laughs) that hard. Come on, Mika. Like, why did you have that coffee? We were faster than coffee. Not once was I ever pissed. I was always so happy when I, like, heard you say that. I was, like, oh, Mika's human. Thank
0: God. You know, yeah, yeah, like
1: uh, she has flaws, and um, I I can maybe in a way relate that to like I'm not comparing myself the love I give to God's love, but maybe that's somehow related. How like God doesn't condemn you or shame you for committing a sin. Mm-hmm. That's I'm not saying that breaking a fast we put upon ourselves is a sin, but um, God isn't shaming us when we commit a sin. He welcomes us with open arms even more so when we confess the sin, you know, because Mm -hmm. he sees that we love him, you know, and we care about him and care about this relationship we have with him and this commitment we have to him. Totally. Just like when I broke, my fast and when you broke your fast, you confessed to me. And I was like, Oh my gosh, she cares so much about this. She's so apologetic. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know.
0: I think it was, um I, I I don't wanna misquote this, but Saint uh yeah, Saint Teresa zoo She was in her um yeah, number one. <laughs> um in her journal, she had oh, there's this beautiful spiritual retreat. It's called "I Believe in Love," a book. I recommend that you could buy it on Amazon. Please go do it. It's truly the most beautiful book. Um, but yeah, in there, she writes, "I believe this is it. it I could be totally make. I, I think this is it. I'm like 90% sure that it's from from this book." But um, she writes kind of about this, like God's love is so like beyond even our comprehension that he has the most love, like for the worst possible sinner, like God has utmost love reserved for him. And it's just up to us to be like, I surrender. Like I have accepted my brokenness and I've accepted my faults. Like I want to be immersed in your love. And he is there with open arms. And I think that's so beautiful. Like she was saying, she was like, I think something along the lines of, yeah, like even like for the worst sinner, the most love is reserved for him or something like that it's like it's just so beautiful to think about that
1: i feel like i'm no like theologian but isn't it like one like one of like the most profound ways to show love is like through like mercy like somebody hurts you somebody like crosses you and then you just Forgive them and accept them. You know, like yeah. I feel like God's love is so much greater because of sin. That yeah, seems like yeah,
0: because we're broken.
1: Because we're broken, yeah. So it's like
0: God's love it's, is is it's easy,
1: yeah. for example, to relate it to like our relationship. It's easy to love you when you're nice to me or when <laughs> as opposed
0: to when i'm not nice yeah, to you am i ever not nice? it's I easier mean, to yeah.
1: love you when you're totally. nice man it doesn't really mean that much of course there's levels to it where you know it could become mundane and you want to show love to each other in the most normal ways, sure but yeah i think where it matters um at least at this point of our relationship i I think is that like when we argue or when you're upset or when i or like when i do something to upset you yeah when you like forgive me that's like i feel profound love Mm -hmm. you know
0: i think for Um, me i i mean we both know i struggle with pride and i think um the other day we had an argument i forget if it was like when it was but we don't I, argue. I'll never argue. And for me it's like the hardest to completely let go and when you say all right I love you from like or like or no 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 because this is this is how it usually goes like we get into an argument and you're the fastest one to like Resolve the issue. I feel like you're the fastest to either say I'm sorry or like say like, hey, Mika, I love you. Like, let's let's figure this out. You know, let's talk about this. And for me, it's always, excuse me. Don't say that in the microphone. Don't say that in the microphone. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's always, it's always so hard to respond. Just say, I love you because I'm so angry and yeah. that's my brokenness. Yeah. And that's my issue because I'm just like angry and I'm like, this frustrated me so much or like this hurt me or whatever it is. But like you said, yeah, that's the hardest part. Like it's easy to, you know, you bought me flowers today. And I was like, oh my gosh, my husband brought bought me flowers. And like, it's easy then. Cause you're like, oh, this is so perfect, you know but then you went out of your way to do that, you know? But it's easy for me then to show love, but in the any other parts, I feel like it's that's where it gets hard. But that's when it's most worth it. That's yeah. when you've. That's when I've seen the most growth in myself. When I've been able to like get over those yeah. mental humps of like, you know what? Like, the communist is just as broken as I am. Not as broken. I'm more broken.
1: I'm more broken. No, I'm more broken. I'm more bro- Catholic, <laughs> Catholic struggles. <Bible. laughs>
0: yeah I did I I think so like there's a lot that we can go into because I feel like there's a lot we've experienced but going back into the like maybe the beginnings of our relationship I remember when we not the beginnings but when we got engaged I think the beginning of our engagement it was good but I it was good but it was the most maybe how do you describe it there was a lot of highs and there was a lot of lows. I think. How do you like? How ex- would you describe um,
1: it? The reason there were extreme highs was because there were, <laughs> there were extreme lows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was such a great time. It was such a hard time.
0: But yeah. that's beautiful, and I, I think there was a time when, like, that was also a, a, because we did a lot of marriage prep. We did, I feel like, we yeah. did way more than. Yo, you what were we thinking? <laughs> I mean, I
1: I don't regret doing any of it. And I wouldn't do it any other way. But like, you're working in school yeah. full time, getting your undergrad. Mm-hmm. And planning a wedding. Mm-hmm. No, you have two jobs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in grad school. Yeah. Working full time. And also planning a wedding and then this super intense marriage prep which is amazing um, we
0: did like two yeah we did a lot yeah and
1: yeah what were we thinking and we both managed stress very poorly and we're just like yeah
0: i don't think you manage stress poorly i think you manage stress well because you're just very dismissive of stress <laughs> i dismiss like- it. I become lazy <laughs>
1: when i'm stressed out yeah
0: but I mean, it has its perks.
1: <laughs> You're just
0: like, ah, oh, stress. No, nah, it's not worth it. Yeah. No, but I'm going back to the marriage prep. I think um, there was a time because I feel like marriage prep. It, what is beautiful is because it it forces you to ask and answer questions that I think would be very hard to ask and answer outside of like a pre-marital environment. And when we were going through that, I don't know when it was exactly, but I just like started like a lot of my crosses and struggles. What are you doing?
1: Nothing. <laughs> I thought you're were... not that night.
0: No, I don't think it's good. Yeah. But anyway, so like I think that was a really beautiful time because yeah. in a way it allowed us to really see the crosses that each one of us carries and I remember there was a time where I just felt super exposed in my crosses I don't know what it was but um like something was happening and I just like was like damn it I'm so broken and um I just remember like one of the most profound I think profound things I've ever experienced in our relationship outside of our um wedding mass was that you, um, we were talking about it and I was like, come here. Like I'm so broken. I struggle with this and this, I don't even know what it was. And, um, and you were like, Mika, I love you. You know, I love you. And I, I feel like I I was like crying all night then because I was, I've never experienced that kind of, like beautiful love where you see a person at their most broken. And I'm not saying that was my most broken because let's be honest, I feel like I've been very broken since, but- (laughs) Last night was pretty bad. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm just kidding. But yeah, but you know, like, but having that experience of you, my future spouse, my future husband at that time, telling me, I love you. I see that you're broken, but don't you understand that I love you I think that was just the most like that was the most profound thing because it's hard to come across that you know in our culture now it's so a lot of things are so transactional a lot of things are so you know oh you do that oh then I don't want to be a part of that you know or like oh I don't like that part of you like I just like this part of you you know but to hear from at that time my future spouse that I see you at your broken, at your most broken. I see you with all of your faults and all of your crosses, wow. and I love you. I love you this way exactly, this way with all of your crosses, with all of your hardships, with everything that you carry, with all of your garbage and your baggage. It's it, just crazy. It's just crazy. It's,
1: it's insane because how how I see it is is that like you you um. You fell in love with me, and you fell in love, I feel like, with the parts of me that I, that you fell in love with the parts of me that I, I love the most. Like, you fell in love with the parts of me that, like, when I display these things and I, I'm happy, you know, and I never quite understood that because those parts of me were surrounded by like my flaws, you know, and it always like your love for me always Reminded me, and it still does, reminds me of, like, she fell in love with the most awesome parts in me that I have a tendency to suppress, you know, and um, regardless of any arguments we have, I always latch on to that love that you have for, like, the parts of me that make me holy that are are gonna make me a saint you know so i i almost every day keep that in mind or like every argument we have or every time your love comes to mind i'm like wow she loves me for the parts that i i love about myself and yeah, I'm not sure if you understand that.
0: That you love about yourself. like You know,
1: like, not like love, like, narcissistically, but just like, I want these parts of me, these aspects of me to be more practiced by me because those parts of me are, like, I feel are what's going to make me a saint. Like, for example, like, my um, openness, my... Um,
0: yeah, yeah. Your sociability. Sociability.
1: My... how well, I forgive others how yeah. I can have a very intense love for God, how I can yeah. see the best in people, you know? And you fell in love with that part of me, and I never understood how you only saw that and not all my flaws.
0: But I did know? see your flaws. Yeah. but. you...
1: Yeah, no, I'm 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 saying that you obviously saw my flaws, but you saw me as more than my flaws. Yeah. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say.
0: I like it. Yeah, no, that's good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, definitely getting close to another person, you very quickly begin to see that they're not all, you know, the uh butterflies and rainbows. But that always comes back, you know. I think that's important, like having that first very strong connection, that first very strong attraction. Oh, what? What? Nothing. Oh, why are you taking my whiskey? I'm not. Okay, so this is another I feel like this is this is an important topic, but it's not but it's just like such a normal thing now. What? What do you think?
1: Sex? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just guessed.
0: Yeah, but it's like now I feel like it's it anyways, let's let's go back to the beginning. Intimacy before marriage and intimacy after marriage. Did we struggle with <laughs> um yeah
1: Um, (laughs) my intentions were to be in a justified marriage (laughs) um yeah we struggled yeah with uh like not that we had sex but
0: yeah we didn't have sex with like
1: purity with like yeah and uh i feel like
0: before marriage, we didn't have sex. <laughs> yes, before marriage. Yes,
1: emphasis on that. Um, <laughs> um, so I feel like pre marriage, yeah, it was always so like I felt like scandalous, like, oh my gosh, like this is so bad, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and we immediately would both be like, Dang yeah. it. Okay, <laughs> stop. Let's um, stop. And because this isn't good. And that's yeah. not to say that we did this all the time. Um,
0: but you get close true. to someone. You yeah. fall in love with someone. And especially when you're engaged, then I think it's more than healthy that you want to physically be like intimate. Not yeah. even like, not even kissing, but like holding hands or like sitting near or like, yeah. you know, like placing a hand on your knee or you placing a hand on my knee, like all of that physical intimacy that you just naturally want to be closer to that person. Yeah.
1: And it, it, and it got much harder when we got engaged. It got much harder when I got this apartment, you know, we'd like make rules, like no, like staying here late and watching movies. Mm -hmm. No, like absolutely. No, we can't be both in our, in, bedroom at the same time. Yeah. Absolutely no drinking alcohol here when we're alone. Yeah. You know? Um
0: and we weren't always perfect. No,
1: we weren't we weren't perfect. But like why was why did we not have sex before marriage?
0: Yeah, that's why marriage. did we
1: think it was so it was a not the best thing to do?
0: All right, well, there's so many things. There's a lot of things. Yes. Uh, number one, we, we, one of the, like, when we started dating, Theology of the Body was a big one.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like that's what, like, sealed the deal.
0: Because without reading The Theology of the Body, well, we didn't read The Theology, <laughs> we read The Theology of the Body for Dummies, which yes. is very good.
1: Shout out to Christopher West. Christopher West. It was uh Theology of the Body for Beginners. Or not
0: for Dummies, for beginners. Yeah. <laughs> I'm We're thinking not dummies. of dummies. Uh, yeah. Theology of the Body for Beginners. Christopher West, check it out. It's just much easier to read because the, the-, the actual theology of the body is written like in a very you know professional language. It's even
1: hard for like scholars to, yeah. to read it. <laughs> no, because you really
0: thinking. have to unpack like what jp 2 was saying. Yeah. But John I Paul think II. John Paul II, what I think before the reading the theology of the body, it was more so just like, you know, like I personally don't want to have sex before marriage because I want to save myself for my husband. And, you know, the teaching of the Catholic Church dictate that sex outside of marriage isn't um, it's it, it's a it, mortal it's sin. It's a mortal sin. Yeah. So. This and that. But I feel like before reading The Theology of Body, I only had basically those two, like, answers to that question.
1: Yeah. Honestly, because you
0: don't really yeah. get much else other than that. Like, don't have sex because it's a mortal sin. And also, like, you know, you want to save yourself for marriage. And yeah. for, yeah.
1: And I had those, I had that reasoning as well. Um, I, uh... I, but
0: but then but okay but to answer the question after the theology of the body it became like way more intense. Yes,
1: I feel like I had the same reasoning as you did, except on top of that, I I like heard some you know things that like Catholic conferences of like oh there is an emotional bond that happens when you have sex like. Chemicals yeah. in your brain attached to this person. I was like, ooh, so there's more than just, it's a sin. It's also chemicals in the brain. <laughs> wow. But yeah. then when it was still kind of shallow, I feel like. But yeah. then after we, not shallow, but just like.
0: Just the, the, the bare minimum, what you need to know.
1: It, it wasn't like, okay, no, we got to decide for sure not to have sex. Like, yeah. Until we're, we're married. Until we read Theology of the Body um, for Beginners, asterisk. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just brought a whole new importance to it. Like it made it not about us, you know. Exactly. It was, it was insane. Like it wasn't about, oh, I want to save my body for you. Or, oh, it's uh comment was in my brain that happened and I don't want to get prematurely attached to you. It was like, yo, this is about like so much more like the universe yes oh geez
0: because one of the most beautiful things and this is touched on in the theology of the body is like when a man and when a husband and a wife enter into the beautiful catholic way of saying it into the marital act marital no, embrace marital nuptial embrace nuptial embrace yes. um having sex <laughs> you it's um it's the closest that man man can be to the Holy Trinity. Because not only are you and your spouse there, but it's a renewal of your vows. It's a renewal of the sacrament that you took with Christ actually present.
1: Yeah. And another way of um I'm not saying, saying Christ Christ present no. in your marital vows.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Another way of saying, Thing, you know, nuptial embrace or having sex is renewing our vows. Renewing our vows, yeah.
0: yeah, renewing our marital vows. That's been a that's been a big one for us. <laughs> <That's
1: awesome. laughs> um,
0: but it's true. Yeah. It's true because it's an important part. It's the thing is it's an important part of marriage, but it's not the most important part. Yeah.
1: And like say you hear the argument like, well. Uh, Catholics are against sex. Um Catholics think that sex is only for procreation and mm-hmm. um sex is uh supposed to be about kids, you know, all that stuff, but that's not what the, the Catholic Church teaches, you know, yes. the yes, the um end of sex. Is the, yeah, the procreation, goal. The, the means of, of sex, the order of sex is yeah. um to procreate just like the order set in eating something is to give you sustenance, right? Yeah. That's just how nature works, right? Yeah. But sex does more for us you know it yeah brings us together um spiritually emotionally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and sp- physically yeah
0: right yeah bonding and baby making yeah 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 so just to say that like you yeah it's only about having making babies and all that stuff it's not true because it's also a way of bringing your spouse and yourself closer yeah. together
1: and like which is a very important thing. We can't thing. love our kids if we don't first love each other. Mm-hmm. You know. You will always come first before any of our kids. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you always come first before any of our kids or anyone else. Yeah. But I do have to say we like say that
1: now. We don't have kids. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 that is true. Um, but I do have to say that from but like looking back at the time before we were married, when we were I think I don't know why, but like focusing it it's just a strange thing because you're so attracted to your future. I was so attracted to my future spouse because my husband is a is a is a smoking hot man and very handsome man. And I love him very much. Books so up much. <laughs> um but um you you're attracted to your future spouse and i think that's normal that like but for me i felt like it was it was such a huge yeah. thing you know and it is it's it's very important it's extremely important but when we like were married when we were entering into the nuptial embrace it it became like this is good you know, like this is what we are supposed to do. No shame. No, like feeling bad. No, none of this. It's just like this is beautiful, and I, and this yeah. is such a physical expression of how much I love you.
1: And it's insane because we were both like, wait a minute, like, are you like feeling any lust in your heart? Yeah, right now. And yeah. Like, we both were not lusting over each other at all. It was so strange because I feel like before marriage, I did, like, feel like an ounce or two of lust in my heart. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, like, is so attractive, blah, 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 you know? But mm-hmm. here I was like, oh, my gosh, Dominica is so beautiful. Yeah. I, I love her so much. Oh,
0: I love you. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's like there's it it's so crazy because before marriage I was so yeah, I mean it wasn't like all the time, obviously, but when those moments came, it was it was definitely a struggle for me how many times I remember. Oh my gosh, we had this amazing experience where um uh I'm not gonna say which church or who, but we had a few instances where, you know, we fell. Oh. (laughs) And
1: the police no, oh,
0: no. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> ah, that's funny okay we had a you know like we have we had a few instances where thought we you were
1: gonna talk about the one, the one with my dad <laughs> the first one
0: no um uh, you know and like yeah you know what do you say we we just we, we fell and we said all right you know i said kami i'm sorry you know i'm gonna go to confession i apologize yeah and um and i think you said something similar you probably said it first <laughs> and um and so then we we went to confession i had an amazing confession uh I think you did too, and we were like on fire. Like, all right, ready. Never, never gonna do it again. Never gonna do it again. <laughs> we got this, you know. Like, I know. Like, we were. We went there. We fell. We got back up. I'm ready to go. Like, it's gonna be next week. We do it again. <laughs> yeah. We go to confession, and uh, the same priest. And I remember, like, it was so funny because it was like he already knew that like this is what I'm coming to him with and he's and we went in right after like one after another
1: see I I stopped doing that I started to like
0: (laughs) oh that's why you do uh, that yeah I
1: was like I'm not going after (laughs) after Dominica because she might have (laughs) interpreted that situation differently than I did and then the priest is gonna think that (laughs) hey these guys are lying in their confession but then again
0: No. Most
1: priests don't even remember what you say in confession.
0: I just found it funny because he like knew who I was coming back. He's like, listen, you're doing great. You're struggling with this. You're struggling with this and just keep fighting, you know, and he said some beautiful things. But I just find that so great because we are able to receive that grace of confession. We're able to go to confession Confess yeah. the things we do wrong and try again because we're not yeah. perfect. To say we were perfect is just—it's just blasphemous, I think.
1: It is. Um, I was actually thinking about that earlier today when we were cleaning. I was cringing at myself at my bachelor party when I was like telling everybody here, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Like <laughs> you sit here and tell me you're perfect. It was blasphemy only God is forbidden, and I was like, I don't rant, and everybody was just being like, Okay, God, you're right, because it was my bachelor party. Uh, yeah, that was a great time.
0: Yeah, well, you, you had a few drinks, and it was your match, yeah,
1: it was a good time,
0: yeah. But I was, I had some, yeah, I had some cool, like, his love and responsibility, um, but. Yeah, and so, okay, so now after marriage. Now after marriage, intimacy.
1: Yeah, like we talked about, like, I don't feel any lust. Um, and I feel yeah, like do I. we don't engage in intimacy unless... Um, we don't engage in intimacy and it having not... And, like, physical, just like... We don't well, engage in sexual intimacy without it... But but what
0: about like kissing or holding so, hands? So
1: that's that's not like sexual intimacy. Yeah, it is. But like
0: what you're talking about is sexual intimacy. Yes. I'm saying <laughs> I know physical what you mean.
1: intimacy, like holding hands. Yeah. A kiss on the cheek, a kiss on the head, uh, you know. What
0: about a kiss on the lips?
1: Kiss on the lips, if, yeah. I kiss me on the lips. That's what I said. Um I think I said that, but like <laughs> sexual in- intimacy I feel like now we know like it kind of carries more weight so we reserve that for certain times and it's it's not just like willy-nilly I'm in the mood yeah let's go you know yeah (laughs) because we now feel like we're slowly beginning to value the other forms of showing each other love oh my gosh 100
0: percent yeah, ho- if I could say, like, one thing in these past three weeks is, like, man, I have, like, I don't think, yeah, just valuing so much, like, all the little things that you go out of your way to do for me. It just, it's crazy. Like, that just, wow. I've been blown away by so many things. I mean, from, you've been, these past two days, you left me, like, post-its everywhere, and that just, it just it you know little things that do nothing or even yeah when you you know kiss me before you leave to work or um you tell me a funny joke or you call me at work or something or like we've been we've been having new nicknames for one another and um whenever you bring that up it just it makes me laugh or yeah when you just invite me to sit on the couch with you and look at stuff or you know we have we recently bought a motorcycle that so was fun triumph Bonneville. <laughs> Bonneville. <laughs> very nice. <You're> yeah <laughs> but no you're totally right I think now looking back you know I guess I wish that I more looked at intimacy in marriage that like yes sex is important it is important because it's like it's very special and it's You know, because you could make a new life from that. It is important. It's valuable, but it's not the most valuable thing. And for some weird reason, I don't know if it's part of the society we were raised in, but it's like there was too much importance put on that. As if like we didn't talk enough, like people, we didn't get enough teaching on the beauty of Yeah, just like husband and wife. Of course and of course I think sex is it's very important in marriage. I feel like I'm talking really
1: loud and we have neighbors. (laughs) That's perfectly fine. I feel like there were times where I thought like this sexual tension we have or this intimacy sexual intimacy we share was our like identity like this is like the most important thing like this is crazy Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah and i feel like that's what the world teaches us you know that like
0: yeah
1: it puts so much emphasis on this because either a it's so bad you know Mm -hmm. so we're like curious or b it's like oh bro lose blues bro like (laughs) open those legs and just (laughs) let her rip you know like that's just you know sex it's free for everybody you know yeah yeah
0: no i know
1: both perspectives i believe are flawed
0: yeah and but i think the the one of the greatest things that that i think was was the most important about really struggling for chastity before marriage and i emphasize struggling because we struggled like crazy it's like struggling and trying <sighs> To get through the challenge of you know of chastity, and thank goodness we did. I I'm honestly so proud we didn't have sex before marriage. Yeah, you know, thank goodness. But um, that because of that struggle, I think made at least for me in my experience made me value so much other kinds of intimacy with you before marriage. Yeah. Because we couldn't we we not that we couldn't because we very well could have had sex, but that we chose not to made me really focus on pursuing other parts of you mm. and valuing you as a man and as my future yeah. spouse. and I think that's just that's so that's that was amazing. It's just a fruit that yeah. came with that
1: I converse like of of course, I experience that as well but i feel like i'm experiencing that even stronger now Mm post-marriage post post already you know um not performing the nuptial (laughs) embrace but like
0: (laughs) our first nuptial embrace yeah
1: but just like i just feel like not that we I don't want to say that we got it out of the way. That's a horrible way of saying it. It's like, it's not that we got out of the way, so now our minds are clear, and now we can um, focus on other ways of loving each other. That would be a very horrible thing to say. I just feel like now that we, from that first time that we uh, made love, and from then on, every other time, it was, it just felt so selfless. And yeah, I was like, wow, now, like, even more, I'm like, there's all these ways to love my wife. Mm-hmm. Let's get to work, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's so beautiful because, and here we go again, JP 2 talks a lot about this, is like, within, like, the marital act in marriage, in two people who are pursuing a good and holy marriage, all, there is none of this, like, utilitarianism where, like, You give me pleasure and I'll give you pleasure or whatever it is. There is no like use. There is no, no, you know, putting the other person down for your own desires or whatever. It's all about giving of yourself. Like I want to give of myself. I want to give you my whole self. And I have given you my whole self, my whole body, everything just out of pure like love for you.
1: Yeah. Shout out to JP 2
0: Yeah. Shout out to JP 2 I had some cool things here. I don't know if you want to, if, if we should read these. I don't know yeah. if you're feeling up to it.
1: How long are we? How far along are we? What? 51 minutes.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I think he talks about it here. All right. Yeah. So, okay. This is kind of what he talks about. Yeah, this is kind of what I think I was thinking about. All right, so Car- J- what-
1: Read. I'm just going to get some more.
0: <laughs> okay, sounds good. Yeah. Okay, so just a backstory on love and responsibility was written by JP2 um, when he was still Karlovicua, and it's a it's a beautiful book. Would you agree with that, bub? Yes. <laughs> Okay. It's an amazing book. It's kind of like his precursor, I think, to the theology of the body. But um, so he goes down so many things. He talks about utilitarianism. He talks about sexuality. He talks about, you know, love. He talks about lust. He talks about shame, everything. And so this is what he was writing. He has a whole section on the analysis of love. I'm just going to read a bit out of it. But yes, this is a very good book. I highly recommend. Anyways, all right, here we go. Love between a man and a woman is one particular form of love in which elements common to all of its forms are embodied in a specific way. That is why we have called our general analysis metaphysical. Metaphysical analysis will clear. This is him just analyzing love, by the way. He's like, he's basically getting down to like the truth about love. The love of a man and a woman takes shape down deep down in the psyche of two persons, and it is bound up with high sexual vitality of human beings, so that what is really needed is a psychophysiological or biopsychological analysis. The biopsychological aspects will be blah, 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 later on. Human human love between persons cannot be reduced or to fully identified with these factors, it could, it would not be love, except perhaps in the very broad sense in which we speak, Latin word, or of a cosmic love in which, I don't think this is what I wanted to read. I don't think this is what I wanted to read, Bob.
1: That's okay. <laughs> Expose everybody to as much, how to visualize Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. 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 Oh, this is what I wanted to read. Okay. So when he goes a little bit more into love, he talks about betrothed love, right? Which is kind of what we were talking about a little bit more. Betrothed love, the kind of love that we were pursuing. All right. Okay. So here we go. Betrothed love differs from all aspects or forms of loved analysis hitherto it is decisive. It's decisive character is the giving of one's own person to another. The essence of betrothed love is self-giving, the surrender of one's I. This is something different from and more than attraction, desire, or even goodwill. These are all ways by which one person goes out towards another, but none of them can take him as far as his quest for the good of the other as does betrothed loved. love. Love. To give oneself to another is something more than merely desiring what is good for another, or even if, as a result of this another, I becomes, as it were, my own, as it does in friendship. Betrothed love is something different from and more than all forms of love so far analyzed, both as it affects the individual subject, the person who loves, and as regards the interpersonal union which it creates. When betrothal love enters into this, enters into this interpersonal relationship, so we create our relationship, our family, something more than friendship. Results two people give themselves each to the other. This means not only that it is its own mass, but yeah, and so then that means that this kind of love, it's it's not bound by. Other you know, things, but yeah. Anyways, I think that 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 was just like a little bit about what Carl Voitua has to say about it. Yeah. And then I think what we were kind of talking about, which I feel like it was relevant.
1: Yeah, I I remember the what like kind of blew our mind on regarding uh, what Carl Vuitua wrote was of of course this stuff that you read, but that initial thing. The initial um, thing that we read um, was that in the what the theology of the body is of like is how we can worship God through our bodies, right? Yeah. And uh, how he said, like, God so loved had so much love that he had to share it, right? So he yeah. shared it with us. You know, he created children. He created us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And in that same manner, husband and wife, like me and you, mm-hmm. we love each other so much where the product of that is going to be more love you know the product of that is going to be children you know yeah it's it's not that we love each other to have children it's just that we love each other and the
0: the fruit of that the fruit of that
1: is yeah children um
0: no that's that's a good thing that you said that's an important thing because it's not it's not like we love each other yeah. and we're only here to please each other, even to yeah. that, into that and way. It's that we love each other and that fruits must come from our love. Not yeah. must, but fruits do come and as a result of our love. This doesn't
1: only mean that, you know, we we this doesn't mean that the product of our love is gonna result in your and you being and us becoming pregnant because mm-hmm. there's also like people that struggle with infertility. Yeah. What about them? You know, they, they, they still have that love to share, you know, they're through uh, adoption or other various mm-hmm. forms of sharing that love that a person and their spouse have for each other, you know?
0: Yeah. I think yeah we talked about this a little bit through these past few weeks of us being married is that um never in our entire relationship have I desired or just like felt so naturally called to motherhood
1: me neither I was never a fan of kids yeah, not a huge fan of kids, like they yeah. annoy me. I'm like, yo, I don't get it.
0: Yes, <laughs> don't get what's they can
1: cute sometimes be cute, but yo, know, they're dirty, they <laughs> cough and sneeze and everything. Yeah, they for some reason always have snot coming out of their nose, <laughs> and that's actually true. Reason, I wonder why they, they don't someone cover should their check that out mouth when they cough. <laughs> Excuse me.
0: <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I just checked my phone. I'm sorry. The disrespect.
1: I was saying, excuse me to the kids that oh, don't to the cover their mouth, <laughs> but now, yes, yeah. So um, but now as like being married, I'm, yeah. I'm just like, yo, I can roll with this. I can roll this with this. Is sick.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because now yeah. it seems so. I don't know. It just seems so good. And it seems so. It's like, that's all I. That's. Yeah. It's not like I'm just. Des- I, I need children right now, but I'm just saying yeah. that.
1: And God willing, we are able to have kids, you know?
0: 100%. Yeah. Well, so, okay. So this is another thing that I was thinking about that this, I this not idea, but like the when we created our own family, which I feel like that, um, okay, so let me look this up because I'm not totally sure, but there is a prayer. I'm just gonna move this for a second. There is a prayer right before um, communion in a wedding mass. And this prayer is so beautiful. You I think you have the option of um like having it read by the priest celebrating your um your wedding mass. You don't have to have it. We did. Um, and yeah, it's so beautiful because it's like a special prayer. Um yeah, um Let's see. Anyways, I, I can't find it right now, but you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like a special prayer for um, the married couple um, right before marriage. I, I wanted to find it so that I, so that we could take a look at it, but I don't think it's here. Um, oh, this, yeah, this is it. Um. Is it this? I think so. No? I think it is. I think it's this. Anyways, I don't don't know. I can't find it right now. But it is a beautiful prayer. Um that the priest says over the, yeah, over the, over the bride and groom, right after you're married. And, um, one of the things that during the wedding mass that really spoke to me was that during this, (laughs) (laughs) it's like after our, our, our wedding took place, after we became a husband and wife a new family, our family was created. And that to me was something that was so beautiful. And in this prayer, I think the priest, um, I have to find it. I'm so, I should have, I should have found it beforehand, but that's okay. I didn't think that it would come up. Um, the priest will like bless the family that was created today between the husband and the wife. And yeah, I think that has been so beautiful. The Just remembering <coughs> or um, entering into the sacraments and now sort of entering into a new place in my life where my, if you will, identity, I don't like really using that word, but like my, who I am is, you know, I'm a daughter of God and I'm, I'm your wife, you know? And that's my primary thing. It's no longer I'm... A daughter and a sister, and of course, I I will always be those things because I have family. But you are my family now, you know. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about kids, and that just made me think about that.
1: <laughs> so I thought, I would yeah, share. it's it's also cool how the church, even to that prayer, you were trying to find that we had to like how they make emphasis on that we are now the family. Like we are Mm -hmm. a family without kids even like-
0: Without kids, yeah.
1: Me and you are a family now. And that just puts more emphasis on the fact that like we're supposed to be loving each other first. Like we are the first people in this family. We love each other first. And through our love, we share that love with kids, you know?
0: Yes, yeah yeah yeah. even without without us
1: without our family then there are no kids without our family there's no love to share you know
0: yeah yeah i'm trying to find this still but i just can't can't find it yeah but even in in the um in the in the um just the way that the catholic church carries out the sacrament of marriage it's it's beautiful when our hands are bound together the way that they're bound together today so that they may be bound together the same way in our old age and that they forever may help support even with all the scars and all of the all of the creases what are you what are you looking at what are you looking at there (sighs) i i did write here yeah i wrote this do you want me to read this thing too
1: yeah I was just looking at your notes.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. So this is kind of going back to this, like what exactly what you said is like, we have become a family. Even without kids, you and I are already a family. And so this is kind of where, like, this is, I think, one of the most beautiful parts of the, not one of the most beautiful, it's beautiful. Anyways. Okay. So husband, wives.
1: This is from the Bible. This is what? Yes.
0: Ephesians 5 okay okay wives and husbands be subordinate to one another out of reverence for christ wives should be subordinate to their husbands as to the lord for the husband is the head of the wife just as christ is the head of the church he himself the savior of the body as the church is subordinate to christ so wives should be subordinate to their husbands in everything Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ has loved the church and handed himself over for her, to present to himself the church in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, so that she may be holy and without blemish. So also husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one No one hates his own flesh, but rather nourishes and cherishes it, even as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife. The two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak in reference to Christ and the church. In any case, each one of you should love his wife as himself and the wife should respect her husband. Yeah, it's just beautiful. It's so perfectly created this way that now that we've been joined together as one, we already are a family, even without kids. It's just beautiful. It's unbelievable.
1: It's surreal. It's crazy. That something could be made so... Perfectly but contain such imperfect people.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good way. To, that's a good that's a good little sound bite there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, cheers. It was nice talking to you.
1: You too. It is twelve fifty one AM. Yes. And tomorrow we in the morning we are celebrating your graduation,
0: graduation,
1: virtual graduation.
0: Yeah. It's kind of sad. I did get upset. I would
1: like to apologize on behalf of the U.S. education system (laughs) (laughs) for not being able to walk at a graduation. Yeah. Because, hey, it's not fair, you know, Well, everybody else in your family and my family got to walk at a graduation ceremony and have a celebration. Yeah. You don't. I'm sorry. Darn COVID.
0: Darn COVID. Well, it only got to me. I think it didn't really get to me that much. It got to me the other day, but that, you know, I feel like I didn't really care too much for the, like, ceremony for walking across the stage, but then the closer that we got to, like, now, I'm, like...
1: It would be nice. (laughs) It
0: would be nice. Because you spend, like, just thinking back to all of those, like, rough, rough times I (laughs) experienced. You spent
1: your whole life in school, dude.
0: Yeah, literally. And especially pursuing a degree, you know, and all the things that happened in college. Yeah, it's kind of sad. It's a little bittersweet. I'm sorry, but. But that's okay. We're going to celebrate. You're a trooper.
1: We're going to celebrate tomorrow. Some good breakfast.
0: I'm going to celebrate with my husband.
1: Yeah.
0: It'll be good. Anyways, the way that I was kind of thinking of ending all of these, um, just uh, something that's actually from joke. our relationship. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um... Like a good, uh, <laughs> please, you know, <laughs> saying a joke at the end of his homily. Or at the <laughs>
1: beginning of his homily. Ah, it's like, a, you know, totally catch your attention.
0: Yeah, Classic. Classic. All right. Anyways, um, one thing that, I, this is just an ode to my love for you, my husband, my dear husband.
1: Are you about to sing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, the litany of humility. Nice. Humility. That's kind of how I wanted to close all of these.
1: Sweet. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you lead it.
1: Sip. Sure.
0: So. Awesome. All right.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. In the name Amen. of the Father,
1: Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O Jesus, meek and humble of heart. Hear me. From the desire of being esteemed.
0: Deliver me, O Jesus.
1: From the desire of being loved.
0: Deliver me, O Jesus.
1: From the desire of being extolled.
0: Deliver me, O Jesus.
1: From the desire of being honored.
0: Deliver me, O Jesus. From
1: the desire of being praised.
0: Deliver me, O Jesus. From
1: the desire of being preferred to others.
0: Deliver me, O Jesus. From
1: the desire of being consulted.
0: Deliver me, O Jesus. From
1: the desire of being approved.
0: Deliver me, O Jesus. From
1: the fear of being humiliated.
0: Deliver me, O Jesus.
1: From the fear of being despised.
0: Deliver me, O Jesus.
1: From the fear of suffering rebukes.
0: Deliver me, O Jesus.
1: From the fear of being calumniated.
0: Deliver me, O Jesus. From the
1: fear of being forgotten.
0: Deliver me, O oh Jesus.
1: From the fear of being ridiculed.
0: Deliver me, O oh Jesus. From
1: the fear of being
0: wronged. Deliver me, O oh Jesus. From the
1: fear of being suspected.
0: Deliver me, O oh Jesus.
1: That others may be loved more than
0: I. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That
1: others may be esteemed
0: more than I. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That
1: in the opinion of the world others may increase and I may decrease.
0: Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it.
1: That others may be chosen and I set aside.
0: Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it.
1: That others may be praised and I go unnoticed.
0: Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it.
1: That others may be preferred preferred to me in everything.
0: Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That
1: others may become holier than I, provided that I become as holy as I should.
0: Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it.
1: In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Amen. All right. This sweet. is fun. This is
1: sweet. This so is sweet. Awesome! Awesome! You're a great um, like host. Am I? Watch out, Joe Rogan.
0: <laughs> this was fun. I think the whiskey yeah, kept it interesting. All right. Well.
1: And what are we drinking?
0: Oh my goodness! Anyone who enjoys a good scotch has to find E-Lay, this bottle. It's a
1: Elie scotch. So if yes. you enjoy smoky, like peaty scotches, you oh would my w- gosh. want to look at. Eile scotches So it's I yes. S L A Y. It's a Eile single malt Scotch whiskey and it's by a brand called Glenlagan. Um
0: Yes. It is so the good.
1: cheapest Elay Scotch that I could find.
0: I prefer it above anything we've yeah. ever had. <laughs>
1: so Eile Scotch tends to be a bit more expensive like in the range and up, you know, Mm -hmm. this one cost 30 bucks and it was a rare find for me. Yeah. But
0: it also pops up at some sometimes. It's so good. It's so good. We have
1: like three bottles.
0: (laughs) We have three bottles at (laughs) any time. And with a little bit of ice, it's honestly perfect. Yeah. Let's go to bed. I love you.
1: I love you. This is awesome. Thank you.
0: This is awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Shakes hands. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye.